0: I like the sound of that. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Wretched High Podcast. This is Steve, and I'm recording live. It might sound a little bit different than normal, because I am live at my favorite place to get a beer, Timeless Pints Brewery in beautiful Lakewood, California. And I'm sitting here, six feet apart, socially distanced, from Chris Sporacio, the owner and head brewer of Timeless Pints. Chris, welcome to the Wretched Eye Podcast. Thank you
1: very much for having me.
0: It is a thrill to sit down with you, man. We um, have been coming here for the duration of the show. We're going on our fifth year of the show. And Timeless Pints for a long time was sort of our unofficial, official beer sponsor for the show. And we're always thrilled to do whatever we can to, to get to Timeless Pints and to enjoy Timeless while we are doing the show.
1: Well, thank you. And it's always a pleasure for us to have you here. Uh, doing your thing.
0: Thanks, man. Yeah, we've had some good remotes um, around town, but the Star Wars trivia that we've done here twice now or three times, I can't re- recall, but every one of those has been a blast, so the crowd here is always a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, um, I know uh, the that's a pretty challenging contest, uh, from what I've heard. We uh, do not hold not back. so simple.
0: We are Star Wars nerds, and we we expect people to step their game up when they come to one of our trivia nights. <laughs> um, so, Chris, this being the first time that you've been on the show, I would love a little history lesson on Timeless Pints. You are the owner operator. You started this place. You're the head brewer. Tell me about the genesis of Timeless Pints. Why does this place exist? And tell me about how it got started.
1: Oh, well, you know, uh, we, we've been here for uh, seven years this summer. Um, and I know we're, uh, we're kind of a, what many people would call a hidden gem. Uh, we're tucked away back here in this industrial complex uh, where a lot of, a lot of uh, the newer breweries now are, are being able to open in storefronts, which is a little bit of a disadvantage for us. But we we have a very loyal following, and we've been very fortunate that we've had the support that we've had in the past going on seven years now.
0: Yeah, I remember the first anniversary. I think I started coming around right before the first anniversary gala that you had in the parking lot here. Uh, was that the first anniversary that you had? Or was it always, is it, was it in here? I, I can't remember now. Uh, it's been seven years, but... Um, I
1: think we've had every anniversary party outdoor.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah that's when I started, that's when I showed up and discovered this... Uh, a friend of mine turned me on to this place. you got to go down and try this beer. And I was like, sure, let's go. And, and the oatmeal stout has been in my refrigerator nonstop since then.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> a, a very... A it's a, that, that is a, a special beer to me. Uh, we got the idea, or I got the idea from... Uh, uh, my wife, Mary, has family in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and uh, big huckleberry country mm-hmm. there. And I kind of got that, let me try this unique berry in this oatmeal stout. And I first did this as a home homebrew, uh, I, I think long before we had any idea that we'd be opening a brewery someday. And it just became a staple here. Uh, pretty unique to the area. And... Uh, have a pretty good connection over there to get our what we need to make it and we've been very lucky with that and uh,
0: it it doesn't taste like any other oatmeal stout i've ever had the the sweetness of the huckleberry there's something about it that just that sets it apart from everything else
1: yeah it's it was a process to get it uh to get it right i think um you know from batch to batch tweaks here and there and uh We've entered it in several competitions, uh, and you know, there's always a, a critique. Uh, there's always a little something that's not right about it, and uh, one year we finally got it right, and we've been making mm-hmm. it the same way ever since. Uh, we won a gold medal in a fruit beer category for that beer,
0: yeah.
1: and. Yeah. Uh, and it's here to stay now yeah
0: well it gets a gold medal from me uh, certainly from the very first sip i love that beer now it's really cool that that particular beer has a special story behind it i mean are there stories behind the different brews that you have i
1: don't i don't think anything too special i always okay. um, I, I make beers that i like to drink um, and just hope that everybody else enjoys them as well we we don't do sours um we don't really have the facility to do that either, um, and we do a lot of experimenting, uh, such as uh, the beer we'll talk about shortly. Uh, we have a, a ten barrel, or ten barrel, a ten gallon pilot system that we uh, we play with, and we make these one off beers for for holidays, uh, special events. And and so on, and and if we we come out with something unique, we'll 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 go with a big batch. But yeah, well,
0: some of the specialty ones were some were really fun. I, I I remember trying a birthday cake. Baron, is it true that you actually put a cake in the vessel? We
1: we did. We uh, I, that was uh, <laughs> that half so cool. of a sheet, uh, home home baked as well of uh, a chocolate cake, and I I believe it was a, it might have been a yellow cake. i I think uh rather than go one way or the other we just mix the two and uh so it's actual cake boiled into the into the into the liquid until it just turned to mush and we let it settle out and then and and fermented it ran it into the fermenter and yeah it's not an original idea i you know that's it's, it's not my idea to do that um but uh I think I read the idea in a magazine and we came up with a recipe. let's do something
0: well it worked it it definitely worked and it there was interesting a, There was a peanut butter
1: cup peanut butter cup porter we've done yes. that we've done that several times yes. uh, it's kind of a I won't say seasonal because we don't do it every year i it gets we get a lot of requests for it to make it again but we can't keep to keep it fun and keep it interesting we have to experiment and try different things all the time rather yeah. than try to, like, uh, I know Belching Beaver is famous for their peanut butter peanut butter porter, right. and they brew it all the time. But, you know, we, we like to mix it up and, and, and keep things moving and different. And, and you know, there will be a day when we bring it back.
0: But that's also what keeps it fun here is that, you know, exactly. you, you've got the mainstream menu, you know you know the huckleberry is always going to be there, the, the IPAs are always going to be there. Um, but then you, you mix in these special, like, small batch brews, that, um, don't stay around for long, um, the London Porter, I know you had for a while, but that's one that I wish would be a, like a, a, a staple because I love <laughs> that one. <laughs> well, the
1: London Porter, I think uh, our what we have on tap now, uh, 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 Honey Brown, you can call me Honey Brown, is is, is just a variation of yeah. that. It's, um, it's really similar. I filled it yeah. out with that recently. Um, and once again, we in order to, to keep trying new things. We, we have to pull things off. You know, we get a lot of requests to bring this and that back. And we do. We'll bring some of our popular beer back, popular beers back. Our uh, Belgian Double will be back probably in a couple months.
0: That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and so along those lines, you have a new beer release today. And that's why um, I'm here to talk to you about this, because Stacy mentioned the name of this beer, and I was like, "Okay, I got to talk to Chris about this. What is this about? What are you What are you releasing today or on Memorial Day?"
1: This is called Batch for a New Hop, and a total play on okay. Episode Four, a New Hope. <laughs>
0: That is amazing. Uh,
1: so yeah, batch
0: four, a new hop.
1: Yes, and and the batch four is really ir- irrelevant. It just it's just to play off the name of the original Star Wars. I mean, movie. can
0: not we just say you tried three and the first three didn't work and this was batch number four? I mean, just oh well, let's just go with it. Let's yeah. just between you and me, you know, no yeah, we're just we kind of just starting in this. the middle,
1: just like they did with the, with the Star Wars uh, series. Exactly. Uh, there so, you go. It could be so. You've only got
0: forty four. bottles of this. Well, uh, yeah, or so. Yeah, a little oh, yeah.
1: give or take. maybe right. forty
0: two. Okay, so other than the name, what makes this beer special? Okay, this
1: beer uh is a is an IPA uh originally brewed to celebrate May fourth. May the fourth be with you. Right. And of course we could not be open that day. Right. So Another we have reason to we, hate COVID. We probably we probably made this Oh, probably April, beginning of April, end of March, and then the whole COVID thing hit, and yeah. we had to uh, just kind of store it. And I go, well, what are we gonna, what are we gonna do with this beer now? Um, because it's special, and what makes it special is, is all the hops in this IPA have space names. Uh, I could list those like, off. Like,
0: what do you mean, like space names? Uh,
1: they're all, they're, well, t- to me, they were space names yeah. and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll run them off. There's a few, uh, Apollo, okay. Bravo, Challenger, Comet, Falconer's Flight, and Galaxy. So these all, and how I got these is uh, I just went, uh, we don't, I think we use one of these in, in some of our beers that we brew all the time. But I just made a trip over to our local homebrew store, Steinfillers. Uh, I grabbed a package of every hop that had a space name. Like, I'm just going to throw these all into an IPA. That's awesome. And uh, Ken helped me come up with the name. He came into work. Oh, he he's he's coming in one afternoon, and I'm ready to leave. And we we briefly start talking about the beer, and we he helped me come up with a name for it in <laughs> about two minutes. And it was kind of fun. Now oh, that's it. That's perfect. So that's the name we went with, and since we cannot serve it, we serve it. We don't want to hang on to IPAs for too long. Yeah, Uh, they they sort of start begin to lose their aroma, maybe some of their hop flavor. Right. So uh, we decided let's bottle this up. Um, Unfortunately, 22 ounces is the smallest vessel we have to bottle or package beer right now. It didn't go a long way. It started off as about nine gallons of beer. We we wound up with about forty some odd bottles to sell, and it's available today and today only. Well, so, it, uh, if it unless it doesn't last, which I, I I don't think we'll have any problem getting rid of the. Uh, so, I,
0: we I need to try this beer.
1: Yeah, it's first come first serve. So you're the first one here today. All so right. yes, well, absolutely. Can we can
0: we put a pause on this and pop one open, and so I can try it while I while we talk? Sure. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right, so Chris has uh, a bottle of beer in front of me. I'm gonna, I'll hold your mic here, Chris. You want to pop open that? Uh... Oh yeah. Nice, uh, rich, golden brown color there. That looks great. It's warm today too. This is gonna taste good.
1: Yeah, it turned out nice.
0: All right, so you, unfortunately you have to pick up your mic with one hand and drink with the other. All right, cheers. Here we are. Cheers. Okay. To Star Wars, to Timeless Pints. Oh, that's smooth. Yeah, it's very smooth, very easy drinking. Now, the, the IBU on that is not super high. Uh, 47. It's kind of cool. it's it's, oh, yeah. it's
1: pretty typical of a New England style IPA, hazy okay. IPA. Uh, right around in that range.
0: Okay. That's tasty.
1: Yeah. 6.3 percent alcohol okay.
0: yeah that's really good so 40 bottles or so uh, this year is the 40th anniversary of the Empire Strikes Back I'm straight I'm, I'm reaching here a little bit but you know 40
1: <laughs> that's a long time yes. and I can remember uh, still sitting in the theater, Eh, not through the whole movie, but sitting in the theater to watch the first movie for the first time. I think I was 13 years old.
0: Yeah. I was nine. I was nine. So we're pretty close. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, obviously it, it, uh, it had a big impact on me and my family. I became Luke Skywalker for a couple of years. I think I, I think my mother, you know, I would only answer to the name Luke for a little (laughs) while. (laughs) Yeah, this is really good. So, so what else? So, you're, are you bottling everything that's on the menu right now? <clears throat> we
1: are. Everything okay. is available in a 22 ounce bottle that okay. is on the menu board okay. right now.
0: And you're filling growlers for mostly everything. Not not the small batches, but you're, you're no, growlers. not the small
1: batches. Um, and in order to uh, you know give it you know a lot of people an opportunity to try something unique, we bottle it in the smallest container we have available, yeah. which is the 22-ounce bomber presently. Yeah.
0: No, this is a good size. 22 is, is, a, is a great mm. size. Uh, bigger than that. I kind of agree. The 32-ounce crawlers, it's it's a little bit much if you just want to have a, a beer or maybe two on an afternoon. Um, 32 yeah, is a little well, much.
1: One, once you open that, you have to drink it. Uh, a can, you can't. There, I don't think there's any real, real means of sealing it. We had some uh, bottle openers with a you open know, it on one end, you flip it over, and it, it'll seal the bottle. You slide it over the top uh, until you can finish it. It seems to work pretty well. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Huh. I've also used a little wine to mm. plug the... Oh,
1: cork or something. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: There you go. Just for, you know, a day. First. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it works. Good. And so, Timeless Pints open 3 to 6 p.m., 7 days a week, filling growlers?
1: Um, during the week. Uh, 2 to 6 on the weekend.
0: This is great stuff, Chris. Thanks a lot for sharing. Thanks oh, a lot for letting me try some. My pleasure. I'm glad you um, like it. Listeners, come and get your bottle. There's only 39 left. Come and get them. And this is going for how much is a bottle? This
1: bottle? Mm, you know, it, because it's a one-off, we're selling those for ten dollars.
0: Ten bucks. Yeah, ten bucks. Well worth it. Come down. Actually, can we? Would it be okay if we call this the official beer of the Budget Bike Podcast? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Okay. There you go. The official beer of the Wretched Hive podcast, batch for a new hop at Timeless Pines Brewery. Chris, thanks a lot. Steve, thank you. Cheers.
1: Cheers.